Good afternoon and thank you for tuning in to our second episode of Inspire. Uh, I'm Drew Carruthers and I'm super excited to have our guest speaker on today. I have the CEO of Zero Gravity, Greg Kristoff. Greg, what's going on, bud? Uh, great to be here, Drew. Thanks so much for having me today. No, I always love connecting with you. We always have some great conversations. So, uh, Greg, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give the listeners a little background on you and kind of, you know, your roots of where you came from, your playing days over at Brandeis. Uh, so, guys... Greg graduated uh, cum laude in 2004 from Brandeis University. He was a four-year basketball player at Brandeis. Two of those years, he was a captain. And for three of those years, he was a University Athletic Association all on the all-academic team. Um, in 2006, he got into coaching uh, for six years. He was the head coach at the Brimmer and May School. Uh, he won over 120 games in just six years there. Uh, he placed a number of players at the Division I level. Uh, some of those schools like Harvard, Bryant, Fordham, Northeastern, and the University of Hartford. And a lot of his other players were placed at lower levels, but just, you know, he's a great coach. I've gotten to know him in that field, so he's uh, produced a lot of solid ball players uh, in those six years. Professionally, in 2010, he started Zero Gravity Basketball with Steve Gibbs. Since 2010, Zero Gravity now operates in 23 states. Uh, partnering with some of the best complexes and facilities along the East Coast. Also, he, on top of that, he is the director at the prestigious Brandeis University All-Academic Basketball Camp, which brings in over 120 college coaches per year. I don't know how you handle all that, Greg. You sound like you're pretty busy and traveling a lot. Yeah, i got to work uh, eight days a week, Drew. What can I say? Uh, you know, uh, have a great gig, work with some really wonderful people. Uh, have helped a lot of kids and, uh, you know, get opportunities and also people uh, get into the sports business. So uh, it's, a, it's a great business, but it's also labor of love. So uh, I couldn't, uh, couldn't enjoy what I do more. Well, that's great. It's funny. The, our guest speaker we had on the first episode, one of the biggest takeaways I had from that is love what you do. Um, so it's kind of funny that you say that in the first couple minutes here of our phone conversation. So just kind of it's showing it on different levels. You really, truly got to love what you do. Yeah, I think I think in sports, Drew, you'll find that with all of uh, your guests that are successful, whether it's on the business, the sports, the coaching side, that uh, you have to be passionate because uh, it's a it's a wonderful business, but it's also a tough business. And uh, if you don't love what you do, you won't make it through. And if you do, uh, you know you have unlimited potential in your field. So uh, I think that is a common uh, theme. Probably you get through all your great uh, guests on this podcast. Yeah, there's always a common uh, common denominator, right? No question. All right, so uh, let's get into your coaching days here. Uh, sure. you, you did it pretty quickly after you graduated from Brandeis, only a couple years out, so you know, probably 24, 25 at the time. Um, you know, being a young coach, what were some of the philosophies, life lessons that you really tried to instill uh, into your players that played in your program? Great question. Uh, I will tell this, uh, a lot of it stemmed from, uh, you know, my background doing private coaching and workout and training is, we spent uh, more than half of our practice every day on skill development and uh, building block approach. So less time on plays, more times on player development. And uh, as as a result of that, it was great. In six years, we had uh, four guys that scored over a thousand points for us. Um, you know, and a lot of guys that were able to maximize their potential. Uh, and you know, we we also had the the mentality, our coaching staff, of if our players are getting better, they're going to be more engaged. They're going to have more fun. Um, they're going to be better players on the court, and ultimately it's going to uh, be successful for the team. So uh, that was our philosophy there was, you know, 
to, to have a lot of fun and develop and get better and to focus on the positives. And, uh, you know, something I enjoyed, uh, those six years of coaching, uh, Bourbon May was a, was a great experience, something that, uh, I'll always cherish in my life. Yeah, I think with the the ever-evolving, you know, AU basketball, you and I have had this discussion many a times about, you know, so many programs that are popping up, and we've been around for over 12 years with PhD basketball, is that the, the skill development aspect has been dwindling. Uh, it's a lot more of just get out there and play, roll the ball out, which people don't realize you know, with that skill development does come the player engagement, does come a little bit more effort, and it's more enjoyable than just running scrimmage-based practices. Oh, yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. Um, you know, the, and I think also, too, once players, uh, and I'm not going to profess to ever being the world's greatest coach because I was not, but uh, I, I think if players can see themselves getting better, they're going to work harder, they're going to develop, they're going to buy in, and ultimately that's what it's about is improving and enhancing uh, young players' life, which uh, I know as program director, you've done an unbelievable job, and uh, you're one of the best guys in the country uh, that we see at our zero gravity tournaments. And uh, your program, you know, gets better every year. Your kids get better every year. Your teams get better every year because you focus on individual and team improvement, um, not just roll out the ball and play. So uh, very much aligned, I think, toward our mindset, which we've discussed uh, offline a number of times. So uh, we're we're very much in line there. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So. In 2010, you're still coaching. Um, you get together with Steve Gibbs. And yep. what was your two's thought process on starting Zero Gravity? Great question. So we, we saw an interesting opportunity kind of in the marketplace that, you know, we were both working in basketball, uh, you know, camps and showcase stuff, uh, Steve and I. But really what we saw was a need uh, kind of having a ball-for-all professional tournament model at that time. There were some really well-run big tournaments for top teams with top talent, you know, shoe-sponsored teams or teams with Division One players that had private funding. Uh, and then there was a lot of Monpa kind of one-off tournaments that, you know, weren't necessarily uh, run professionally from signage to scheduling, facilities, etc. And it doesn't mean those people weren't, you know, trying hard and that the product was terrible, but there was not a professional option for the every team. And what Steve and I really saw was a ball-for-all model where you could, in one tournament, have, you know, kids that are going to go on and play, you know, uh, men's, women's, Division One collegiate basketball someday to kids that might not make their high school team uh, to play in the same tournament and still have a great experience. And that blossomed, uh, you know, our first year. Uh, we had four tournaments um, just just in New England, uh, you know, with between 38 and 50 teams at each and uh, – you know, this year's a little bit different with the pandemic, but, um, you know, last year running about 250 basketball tournaments in 23 different states, um, you know, 10 years later. So it's really, it's a concept uh, that really took off and was really needed in the marketplace. But ultimately, it's about having caring people that connect, um, you know, with our customers in grassroots basketball and, and working together with them closely to help them grow their programs and have the best experience at our events. So, uh, it's a very simple concept, uh, but I think the uh, execution of it and the complexity in that sense is what's made us uh, successful up to date. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Ten years, you, you're in almost half the country now. Um, yep. And as you brought up in your answer, obviously this season uh, we are dealing with the health uh, epidemic surrounding COVID-19. Now, how has that changed Zero Gravity's approach? Uh, you know, kind of what's your new focus, uh, getting things back to normal? I know... 
Uh, we're still kind of waiting on the next phase of, you know, the economy reopening and all that, which is state by state. But how's your uh, concept kind of uh, change with your staff um, and all those details that go along with it? Great question. Yeah, I mean, uh, right now we're, we're working on uh, on hitting a moving target. But I think big thing is, you know, communicating with our staff every day who, who are all our regional directors and talking to our, our customers and partners at facilities and, and club programs around the country. Um, and really what we're focusing on uh, every day, both Steve and I, is what are the best practices going forward? Um, you know, what's the tournament going to look like in terms of times in between, number of people who are able to attend, uh, the sanitation on site, things of that nature. So we're really trying to make sure we're built to do is is operate in, in, in the new norm uh, and what that looks like. And uh, I think that changes every day, Drew, but we're doing our best to gather information right now. So when we, when we do push the button on go, uh, we're best equipped to make sure that our, our players, parents, coaches, and families have a wonderful and most importantly safe experience, um, you know, in this new world we're living in. Yeah, we're kind of dealing with it on the same, just waiting for that, you know, green light to get even small group workouts going and discussing with our facilities on the uh, extra sanitation, the built, uh, facility cleanings, everything regard, because, you know, as you said, most importantly, it's the, the kids, the families, their safety that's, you know, first, um, you know, most important for all of us, even before I'm getting back in the gym, although we're all very eager to get that ball, you know, shooting off the hoop and getting in there, getting some skill workouts going, you know. No question. Yeah, we're uh, we're chomping at the bit too, and uh, I think the good thing, you know, throughout this this time that's you know a lot of people consider tragic is we all realize how important sport is in life, and it's something that we're eager to get back to, and uh, you know, it makes guys like us, Drew, who, who are in the professionals in the sports industry, uh, grateful for how lucky we are to be in sports and to be in something that once the world goes back to normal, it's one of the first things people think about is when am I getting back in the gym, on the court. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess some, you know, you can take uh, that we're very fortunate, blessed to be in this situation. Right, right. Now, on top of all the zero gravity, 23 states, hundreds of tournaments each year, you are also the director at the prestigious Brandeis All Academic Camp in the summertime, uh, which yep. has, you know, we've sent players there. I'm excited to hopefully, you know, if you guys are having to get a few more players down there, you guys sure. get. You guys get over a hundred coaches there to really good academic universities, um, which gives kids the exposure to be, um, get the basketball experience while also getting a great education. And that's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of it. Um, why that's been around for years. The, what do you think goes with that reputation where you consistently are getting these hundreds of coaches in, you're selling out the camp every year, you know, what goes along with that? That's a great question. I mean, I think the biggest thing is there was such a need in the marketplace. Uh, we were the first uh, academic-based basketball camp in the country. Um, there was just such a need for the real student-athlete uh, to get seen by, by college coaches um, at the highest academic level. And uh, the thing that, that's you know impressed us is last year, I think we had colleges from uh, over 30 states um, you know, that came into Boston to to our camp and uh, it's actually this summer's uh, exciting and a little sad that we're moving to Babson down the street. Uh, we were at my alma mater Brandeis uh, for 13 years and uh, moving to Babson, which is also a world-class institution. Um, and it's an exciting thing. They've got newly renovated sports complex, air conditioning, uh, a little better suited for us, but uh, it's, it's the ability to connect kids that care about 
really being a true student athlete, kids that, that are getting it done in the classroom and giving them the opportunity um, to get seen by great schools all over the country. And, you know, we've had kids um, from that camp go on um, to play at the highest levels of Division One basketball at schools like Stanford, Vanderbilt, Notre Dame, et cetera, and also some of the best small academic schools around the country, your MITs, Caltech, Williams, Amherst, Brandeis, Babson, uh, et cetera. So it's been an exciting uh, thing for us to have those really uh, high-achieving kids, for them to have a platform uh, to be successful and, and to be showcased uh, amongst their peers nationally. So, you know, colleges from over 30 states and kids from over 30 states every year uh, have been at it. It's uh, really one of the, the coolest projects uh, I've worked on in my professional career, Drew. Yeah, we, we love coming up. I know that I, there's a handful of kids that have already reached out to me about it, so I'm yeah. sure I'll be uh, seeing you this summer up there. So we're super excited. We, we appreciate that. And, you know, again, you've, you've always had those right kind of kids, kids that are true student-athletes. So, uh, you know, having partnerships with people like yourself are ultimately what has made it great is that, you know, you're, uh, you're trying to help, help your kids get opportunities and, and use basketball as a vehicle for education. That's what we're all about, too. So uh, a lot of synergy there. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons why it's successful is people like you. So uh, I thank you for that, too, Drew. Absolutely, absolutely. So all this wrapping it all together why have you chosen to go down the road in youth sports great question so uh it was uh, originally i was going to be in the uh, investment banking world i uh, uh had a number of internships in in college and decided that wasn't something i wanted to do for the rest of my life i love business uh loved education had a great uh experience you know at, at both in high school and at brandeis university and Wanted to find a way to merge both of them together and being in the sports business, uh, a lot of open field to run on, uh, a lot of opportunity and, and ability to help people every day. And uh, I knew I wanted to do something that I loved. And this was a fantastic opportunity. And uh, early on, it was tough. There was a lot of uh, trials and tribulations, but I uh, couldn't be happier that I made that decision, Drew, because it's, uh, you know, it's afforded me a, a very fulfilling life. And uh lot of excitement I, I enjoy waking up every day and uh going to work so uh i'm thrilled i did it yeah it's you know working with kids it, it's you you have to have a knack for it and that's one thing i realized and i tell everyone that works for me you know a lot of our coaches they are teachers they work uh at a boys and girls club they, they work with kids on a full-time basis and i think it goes such a long way and you know having kids is one thing but being able to engage and work with them and do what you love do it while working with the kids, it, it's something unique and it's rewarding. And, and, and I think that's one of the biggest things for what we do, what I do and what you do is the, the reward at the end of the day, the smiles on the kids' faces when they have a great tournament game. There's a lot of different dynamic that goes with it. No question. Yeah, no, you're right. And then it fuels you. And, uh, you know, having having those kind of moments uh, gets you through some of the tough days. And, you know, in our line of business, there's a lot of, you know, 12 to 17 hour days where you're, you're grinding it out and uh, things seem to go sideways and, all of a sudden you get good feedback from a, a player or a coach or a program director like yourself and uh, makes it all worth it because you're positively impacting lives. So uh, that stuff goes a long way and, and keeps you energized. All right. So now along with that, inspiring words to some kids that may be looking to get into sports. Um, you know, there's, you know, what do you got for them? <laughs> I think that's a great, uh, a great question. One is get experience. I think, Get into the field early and often. Uh, you know, if you know that you want to be in sports, I think, uh, you know, reaching out, trying to get internships in high school and in college, volunteering at events, volunteering with sports programs is huge. 
you cannot beat uh, hands-on experience. I can tell you, um, of the full-time staff uh, that we have uh, at Zero Gravity Basketball, uh, you know, the, the 15 full-time staff members, 14 of them interned for us uh, at one point. So uh, there's nothing beats, uh, you know, getting involved at a young age and, you know, uh, giving your time because it will pay off uh, in the long run. So I think getting involved early and often is the biggest thing. And to make sure, um, you know, that you're not checking in and checking out. I think, you know, if you approach the sports business like a lifestyle and not just like a a nine to five job, you have a chance to be unbelievably successful. And uh, I'm fortunate that I work with a group of people uh, that all really uh, embody that through every day and uh, makes the days fly by. There are a lot of days it's, you know, all of a sudden it's seven o'clock at night. Like, wow, I've been here uh, for me (laughs) sometimes 12, 13 hours already um, because I'm a morning person. Uh, but just, you know, when you work with good people who are passionate, the days fly by and, uh, you know, you're, uh, it makes you a happy person. That it does. Um, again, it all kind of falls under that love what you do. Yep. 100%. And uh, if, if that's not inspiring, I don't know what is. No, absolutely. And, you know, I really appreciate, uh, you know, you taking the time in today uh, to talk with me for a little bit. I know we always have good conversations. And, uh, you know, hopefully next time you come down the 95 corridor, we can uh, grab our coffee at Starbucks and uh, talk for a while like we always do. I love Wow, what a great conversation we just had with Greg Kristoff of Zero Gravity Basketball. A lot of great words on how to be active in new sports outside of being a player and coach. Thanks again for tuning in. Be well and take care.